Welcome to BS with M. That stands for bite size, not bullshit. This is a research-based sex and relationships podcast delivered to you in bite-sized episodes under 15 minutes so you can pick up what I'm putting down. This is not your standard dating podcast. I'm bringing in experts from the field and getting down and dirty into all the topics on sex and relationships in a no BS way, which is just my style. Releasing every Thursday so I can send you off feeling some type of way for the weekend. Nothing's taboo, nothing's off limits. Let's get down to business. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to BS with M. Now, today we have another rec, and I'm so random, but I feel like the more random, the better with recommendations, right? The recommendation of the day is the artwork that I'm looking at right above my desk right now. It's by this person called Nasheed Chroma, and he's based out of Toronto. And these pieces of artwork are like, so I'm looking at, I have a Billie Eilish painting and a Kanye or I guess, yay, painting. Um, I think they're paintings or drawings. But what he does is he, it's kind of abstract art where he'll cover like parts of their faces. So in my photos, he has their eyes covered with like these beautiful flowers and some of his artwork, like it was actually really hard to decide what to get, but I absolutely love them. And that's my random wreck of the week. I'm pretty sure if you spend something like I think it's like 90 Australian dollars or around that. You get free shipping as well. And the art's not super expensive. So you just get the the artwork and then I just went and framed it myself. So there you have it. Recommendation of the week. Let's get into today's episode. Today we are talking about why eco-friendly is actually sexy. A couple weeks ago, I talked about the climate change and the Lismore floods. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, I'd really appreciate if you did. That one was a harder episode. Obviously, what's happening right now with climate change is absolutely horrendous. It's two episodes back, but I thought, why not tie in some of this climate change and some of this research into sex and relationships? And there is really relevant research on this. We're going over stats on how eco-friendliness affects attractiveness, how climate affects sex drive, and how to have more eco-friendly sex. We also have two major pieces of research on attraction in the world of climate change and the life cycle of condoms. It sounds like a clickbait line, right? To say eco-friendly is sexy. Well, straight into it, Tinder revealed climate change and environment topped their list of what Gen Z users cared about when deciding to date. Okay, Cupid reported there was a 240% increase in the mention of climate change and environment on their profiles from the years 2018 to 2020. Now, I don't know about you. I don't have anything about the environment on Hinge. I'm, I'm kind of trying to think of some kind of line that we can add in there, right? <laughs> now, firstly, let's talk a little bit about what climate change actually does to us and how it might actually really, really truly affect you and your relationships. So firstly, extreme weather causes natural disasters, as we know. So that could be like the floods, wildfires, tornadoes, etc. Obviously, stressful events. So in this comes this thing that we call eco-anxiety, which according to American Psychology Association, is the chronic fear of the detrimental effects of climate change and concern for one's future and that of the next generations. So for those of you who have been through a traumatic natural disaster, just like the floods, for example, over the last few weeks in Australia, PTSD, stress, and anxiety, they all build up. Of course, this is tough on our relationships, be that romantically or otherwise. Have you ever had an argument with a partner or a potential partner about the way they go about daily life in respect to climate or in respect to the environment? I asked on a poll on Instagram last weekend, if you have had 
things about the environment or different viewpoints about the environment or eco-friendliness affect you and your relationships, 100% of you said, yes, it has, or it's affected your chances of potentially partnering with someone. I personally think of one person I dated for a bit who used to drink only bottled water. (laughs) Never from the tap. Call me dramatic. But when I found that out, I just wasn't sure I could get past that one. And also there is always the condom in the toilet man. And we will be talking about that in a little bit. Now let's talk about specifically how the climate affects sex. Extreme heat does affect our sex drive. We feel more lethargic as the body tries to cool itself. Now, if you don't believe me and you're thinking about the steamy sex in the heat of summer, the research actually does say it's true. A study on the days when the average temperature was 80 degrees Fahrenheit, or that's 27 degrees Celsius, birth rates significantly declined eight to 10 months later. There you go. They found they declined by 0.4%, which might not sound like a lot, but that's actually considered statistically significant in birth rates. Now, cold temperatures had little to no effect on birth rates. Another study found having a child in a developed country contributes to almost 60 extra tons of carbon dioxide per year. Therefore, conversations around having children potentially with partners, around protected sex and birth control and whatnot, may also affect your relationships and sex. Let's not mention that many versions of birth control are not eco-friendly, and we will be talking about that once again in just a little bit. The UN Population Fund estimated that around 10 billion latex condoms are made each year, and most of those do end up in the landfills. Now, we have two major pieces of research today. The first one tested pro-environmental behaviors. So you can think about things like incorporating more plant-based food or your recycling habits or de-investing in fast fashion, etc. And those behaviors and their effect on your desirability or your attractiveness. The second piece of research we have is on the life cycle of condoms. (laughs) Okay. Now, the first research piece, what they found was that men and women preferred pro-environmental partners for long-term relationships. People reported being more pro-environmental in the presence of the opposite sex, which is interesting. Maybe that's just a fact of you actually really thinking about your behaviors, right, and your actions. They also found altruism and pro-sociality have been shown to be really important in relationships. What do I mean by that? Altruism refers to selfless concern for the well-being of others. So think about donating and volunteering, whereas pro-sociality refers to behaviors or actions that are intended to benefit others. So you can think about donating money or supplies, helping in the case of natural disaster, and supporting ethical businesses. So like we said, those two factors have been shown to be really important in relationships. So it's statistically significant. That is so hard to say. Statistically significant. Now let's get on to condoms, right? (laughs) Have you ever thought about what you actually use in the bedroom and how environmentally friendly that is? The only reason I guess I've ever thought of it, to be honest, is because my best friend (laughs) has a vegan brand and she talked about one time she was sent vegan condoms and I hadn't really thought too much about it, but then I was like, hmm, interesting. I guess like when you're in the moment, you don't tend to think about that so much, but hey, some people most definitely do and good on them. Now, here on BS with M, we always support and promote safe sex. So that is first and foremost for us here. That means using what's available if it means you're making a safer choice, always. Now, different materials also affect protection effectiveness as well, of course. So, for example, while lambskin condoms are biodegradable, they don't protect against sexually transmitted infections or STIs, as well as latex condoms do. 
There's actually an entire research article on a condom's footprint and life cycle. Published in 2020, it's the first quantitative study on a condom's life cycle. If you remember, quantitative focuses on the numbers. So the study found that 90% of the environmental impacts of condoms are due to the production and downstream phases. What are those? Think things like tissue paper that is used to discard the condoms, shipping the condoms internationally for sale, and throwing the condoms in the bin. The upstream phases, so think about things like production, are mostly only minorly effective on the environment. However, ecotoxicity is a red flag in condom production as the plantations are super toxic. So what does that do exactly? So they're rubber plantations and they pose high risks for deforestation, loss of biodiversity, healthy soil maintenance, and good water quality. Even when you say a rubber plantation, <laughs> that just sounds toxic, doesn't it? Okay, so what do we do? How do we have more eco-friendly sex? What a turn on. The following will only consider how effective and eco-friendly these tools are. Of course, everyone has their own requirements and these options might not be appropriate for you. As I said, safe sex is at the top of the list of importance in my books. So firstly, birth control. IUDs save packaging and they're extremely effective at preventing pregnancy. With condoms, while we don't actually know how long it takes for condoms to biodegrade, you can find vegan condoms as well as sustainably sourced latex, which will prevent some of those terrible effects the rubber plantations have on the earth. Please listen, do not flush condoms down the toilet. <laughs> I don't encourage you to follow your man to the bathroom, but I have found and continue to find those motherfuckers are flushing condoms down the toilet. And yes, we have had naked conversations about these ones. <laughs> don't flush condoms down the toilet. It's super bad for the systems. Now, on sex toys, how's this? You can find solar-powered sex toys. Imagine a world where we put our vibrators on the deck to charge. <laughs> I'm in love. I want to go to that house. Try using an organic, eco-friendly lube. Please pay attention to what is in the lube, as different ingredients can affect the effectiveness or the wearability, usability of things like condoms. Now you understand how being eco-friendly and environmentally aware and having a bit of pro-sociality and altruism really does affect your attractiveness. Now I encourage you to think about these things and hey, you might want to update those Hinge and Bumble profiles to mention your recycling habits or the fact that you always use a keep cup when you go and get your oat milk latte in the morning. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. I will catch you in the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm Em and you can catch more on my socials at emilywalter underscore. The research referenced in this episode is available in the show notes. Please remember to like and subscribe because it supports the podcast and it also tells me you're listening. Now I encourage you to spread the message that nothing's too taboo.